You're listening to Good As Hell, a podcast recently described by the New York Herald Tribune as purely ephemeral phenomenon, containing some of the richest little touches of contemporary observation you could imagine. Fucking hell. I can't read and speak at the same time. <laughs> I've got the reading comprehension of a child. I'm going to try that again. Okay. You're listening to Good As Hell, a podcast recently described by the New York Herald Tribune as purely ephemeral... Oh, pu- fucking hell. One more time, brother. Yeah, 900 goes a reading a thing that literally no one gets and isn't even funny to me anymore. You're listening to Good As Hell, a podcast recently described by the New York Herald Tribune as a purely ephemeral phenomenon containing some of the nicest little touches of contemporary observation you could imagine. So light, so delicate, so sharp, a literary lemon meringue. Fuck, I got right to the end and I can't say meringue. Meringue. <laughs> meringue. Can we, have, can we take meringue? No, I'm going to go one more time. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> Good as Hell, a podcast recently described by the New York Herald Tribune as a purely ephemeral phenomenon, containing some of the nicest little touches of contemporary observation you could imagine. So light, so delicate, so sharp. A literary lemon meringue. I'm your host, John Rutherford. And I'm Rick Hampton. All right, mate. <laughs> How's your week? <laughs> <laughs> Same as always, my friend. Same as always. Yeah, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing to report, really. Um, How are you feeling today? You got a, you got a fuzzy head? Uh, slightly. Uh, I've been alright though. I've spent most of the day on the sofa uh, playing PlayStation and watching basketball. So it's All Star Weekend, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, um, the only thing I know about All Star Weekend is that the the dunk competition apparently not great, not a classic. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> and um, I think um, Justin Bieber played in a game. Yeah, he played in the celebrity All Star game. He played in the celeb All Star game. Yeah, which is always a bit he's, shit. He's what five foot four? Uh, I don't know actually. I don't know. He's not. He's definitely not big. Uh, he's, he's not a six footer. He's, he's not good. Yeah. Not, couldn't, couldn't that just be? I don't want to be like racially insensitive, but couldn't the celebrity All Star game just be large rappers? Uh, yeah, I mean, they have. They, um, what's his name? He used to do it every year, didn't he? Uh, Snoop Dogg. Kevin Hart. Oh, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop, he's got a bit of game. And then uh, Master P and his son are pretty good. Little Bow Wow. Uh, no. Uh, no, but I think he is good as well. Okay. I've heard well, the game's well, pretty good, but I don't think he's ever done the celebrity game. No. I, I suppose if you're a convicted felon, they won't let you play in the celebrity game. 
Why on earth? It's like you're not allowed to. Let's get it full of convicted felons. Yeah. Like the league. Yeah. I don't know if there are any convicted felons in the league. Kobe's gone now. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, there obviously isn't a a blanket ban policy, is there? Mm. Actually, Kobe was never convicted of anything, and you, you know, take your name out his, no, take his name out your mouth when you're discussing felonies, all right? When you're talking about rape. Yeah. What about your week then? Um, I, I took, oh no, I had, um, I had three days off. I had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. Took Thea to see Black Panther on Tuesday with his oh. mate Brian. Oh, Brian. Brian, the, um, Brian yeah. of uh, Lamborghini fame. The Lamborghini fame. The romance uh, language Brian. Is it good? Romance. It's really good. Yeah, actually, it is really good. It's. Someone said, um, someone on Twitter said, yeah, but if it just had white people in, do you not? Do you think everyone would be going mental about how brilliant it is, or do you think they'd be like, it's just a middling Marvel film? And I was like, it wouldn't really, a, it wouldn't really make much sense. If I would, <laughs> I would definitely watch a Black Panther film set in an African nation where there are only white people in it. Um, <laughs> no, um, but the. The, the whole point of it is is that we don't get to see films like this like we get to see yeah, yeah, yeah. Blade and Catwoman so you know we're there's there's four films there and <laughs> two of them are good and two of them are shit yeah um, and you definitely don't get to see like such a big um, like pop cultural moment um, the A has a it, almost exclusively black cast there are two yeah. white actors in it and there are only two American accents in it. Everyone else speaks with a um, with an Afri- with you know a different African dialect. Yeah. <coughs> did you see? Uh, did you see? So it's worth seeing, then. Oh, hundred percent worth seeing. Hundred percent worth seeing. I'll get I'll get me and Lena booked in. But did you see Jeremy Vine? Getting no, catching flack in the, in the in the press. I can't remember the exact wording, but he said something. You know, it was the interview with the with the leading actor, and um, uh, mm-hmm. and he just said, I, it was it, it was relatively innocuous, but it was something like, um, "Don't don't you think it's remarkable working with uh, such a predominantly black cast or something like that?" And uh, he kind of dropped it's it. Remarkable in, bad. I, well, well, I don't know exactly. It might so, have been something else. So and and. There was just a deathly silence in the studio, and he's taken a load of flack on social media for it. But I think if if he'd said something along the lines of, you know, we've had a, uh, you know, given given that last year's Oscars there was literally no uh, non-white um, nominations, don't you think it's an amazing thing that, you know, if he'd framed it like that, then it kind of would have been fine, I think. But he uh, he kind of bumbled over it a little bit, and now people are calling him a cunt. It's probably better. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think there's like a level of outrage um, culture. Mm. Um, I just googled Jeremy Vine Black Panther, and weirdly (laughs) enough, is there a picture of him in a costume? There's there's a picture of him and um, Bobby Hutton. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, um, yeah, Um, and overwhelmingly, yeah. It's a weird choice of words, over, isn't it? because you go to the cinema and it's an overwhelmingly black cast. I don't. Oh. Chadwick, it is a remarkable film. It's very different, the film that you're both in, because you go in the cinema and it's an overwhelmingly black cast. Yeah. 
Is, which is maybe I don't know. It might oh, be a bad thing to say. I mean, it's it is a ham-fisted way of of making his point. What he was overwhelmed by the cast. Yeah. Bit weird. So we in Brixton, and there's a large uh, large uh, black community in Brixton, mm. um, and so there was a ton of like really young like black kids watching it, and I was thinking, and I was like. I was thinking about it afterwards, which is because that's the first film that mainstream film that they would have seen where like Theo's seen a million superhero films and yeah. you take for granted. You, I don't, you don't even think that that's a, um, that that cast looks like me. Mm. You know, that cast mm-hmm. is the same heritage as me or white or whatever. Yeah. But if you look at, um, but if that's the first time you went into a cinema and you saw, I don't know, it must be like how midgets feel when they see fucking Peter Dinklage doing something <laughs> like that isn't him like just being a midget. Like he's playing yeah. like a normal character in a film. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a good mad, thing. But... I think it's, it's, it's uh, I suppose what's unusual is it, that it is that it's caused such uh, like in-depth conversation. Do you know what I mean? Like it shouldn't. And this isn't even. It shouldn't like a fucking, be a remarkable thing, should it? It shouldn't be a remarkable thing. Before, yeah. I mean, like the thing. The thing is, black films historically perform really well at the box office because mm. there are so few of them. Black people go out in force to support a film. You remember, like fucking Lady Ghostbusters, when it was a feminist act to go and watch a Ghostbusters film. I didn't go. Um, is that bad? I didn't go either. It was. It was poor. It was a really bad film. All right. Did you just call it Lady Ghostbusters? <coughs> yeah, I did call it Lady <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah, so I was saying, uh, like, what was I saying? Oh, you yeah. called like, it Lady Ghostbusters. I called it Lady Ghostbusters. Um, yeah, so what, going to see Lady can Ghostbusters. Can I see your handsome face? Oh, sorry, because I've just put the fucking... This is a shit show. <laughs> um, I, I like okay. to see that beard when I'm talking to you, my friend. <laughs> I'd like to see that mouth. See what that, oh. See what that mouth do. Um, Lena doesn't want me to get gold teeth. That's a right. Park that for a second. We're going to come back on that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. So like going to see Lady Ghostbusters was a feminist act. Um, mm. And uh, I could, do you know what? I can't even fucking remember what I was going to say. But suffice to say, it was it was intelligent. It was witty. Um, it was a good superhero movie. It was. A, it was. Yeah. It was. A, it was a, happened to be. No, it was. Cast. It was an all right superhero movie. The bit that really got me going was that the bad guy um, and me basically have exactly the same politics. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so the whole point of the the whole point of the film is that the the bad guy is paid by um, that Michael B. Jordan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, the bad guy is the bad guy in it. Yeah. 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 Oh. And he's. He's a, he's fucking amazing. He's a great actor. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a really good actor. He's Doesn't best... come across as particularly threatening. Oh no, he is because he's he, he's like this. Um, he's this special forces like JSOC tier one operator. Um, you love where did you where did you hear tier one operator? Because it must have been recently because you have not stopped fucking saying no I am a tier one operator that's why I hear you say that at least once a week I don't even know what it means it's like tier one operators are like um, are like uh, Navy SEALs SAS 
you know, Spetsner. I've got, I've got sass. I've got sass. Is this, have you, is this something you've nicked off of Cuntown? No, I've been saying tier one operator for years. I described oh, myself as looking like a tier one operator to Charlie, and Charlie said, so it's just, you aren't a tier one operator, and I said, Google tier one operators. And she's like, <laughs> fine. Googled it, and it's a picture of just a bald man with a giant beard. <laughs> Wearing Oakleys and firing a gun. Uh, uh, is it so? It's just complete coincidence that they talk about it on Countdown. No, I probably have heard it. I probably did get ah, it right, from okay. that. I probably didn't have it before that. It's, yeah. It's, um, so yeah, so he's like this proper. He's like this proper fucking badass. And then on top of it, he's a um, like a black kid who grew up in Oakland in the nineties, um, and is like really like militant. And right. so his his um, whole thing is like um, there's a line in it where he d- he says um, you know if he dies throw him in the water and like, don't bury him throw him in the water with his ancestors who knew it was better to jump off the boats and die than to live in bondage. I was like this is a fucking kids film like that's a, <laughs> that's like a it's an awesome line and it's an awesome character but it's like you don't get like stuff like. I actually wrote a, I'm, I'm not even going to bother trying to read it because as we know from the fucking start of this I can't read something out loud I've got the no. literacy rate of an 8 year old but there's a there's a bit there was a review of it that described his character as being like a um, the embodiment of um, like the pain and anguish of the black American experience and this is oh, from right. I know it's like you can read into things a bit too much but I don't think that's an un, like an unfair um, like reading of a character in a fucking Marvel film, and yeah, yeah. and I think like when you explore like when you go into areas of like when you give uh, like a minority group a film like that, like the some some of the like really cool stuff is like the fucking costumes and stuff like that. Like yeah, you don't get to see stuff like that normally in mainstream films. You get to see you know, I love Chris Hemsworth, but. You know, he's a, a blonde white guy. Like, he, there are yeah, a million yeah. of them. Um, yeah. Now, I want a few more Chadwick Bosemans in films and Michael B. Jordans and a few less Charlie Huttons. Though I would still Fair. watch absolutely everything Charlie Huttons in because of his mangled, fucked up English accent that he just can't because control you wanna, anymore. Because you, because you want to put your dick in him. No, Charlie fancies him so much that is it, I'm just is it try- they've got the same name. I'm just trying is to con- I'm just trying to convince him to take over my life and just you just do a much better <laughs> job of it to be honest. And let me just fucking walk into the sea, you know? I think so, I think I think Lena fancies him as well. Unsurprisingly, women are attracted Charlie. to attractive men. Hutton. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Charlie Hutton. Hutton. Yeah. Did she pass her lips and go, ooh? No, she said, who's that? Okay, so she doesn't fancy him. Yeah, well, she, I'm sure she does. Should it's we... just a matter of time before she Googles him. <laughs> and then that's it for you. The relationship yeah, is it's, over. It's over, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we try and like have like, like get some fucking comedy into this podcast? Like, all we've done is talk about black liberation. <laughs> you, you, you put Black Panther at the top of the list. Do you know what? Waxed, wax lyrical What about I haven't done is society. I put a fucking... Um, um, I put a... Uh, like a note in to, to describe to you I'm going to educate the listeners um, to describe the um, 10 like 10 point plan um, that the Black Panthers wanted to like instigate and basically why they were all murdered by the government 
like if you want to talk, this is this goes back to conspiracy theories, right? There's a um, a conspiracy. This isn't funny either. By this way. isn't funny either. There's a conspiracy yeah. theory that basically um, there's a that that people who are in Black Lives Mattered are being murdered um, because a lot of them have recently been murdered. Like, did you ever see the GIF of the or the video of the guy who at that Charlottesville protest? fucking leapt over a barrier, grabbed the um, Confederate flag out of like some redneck's hand and just then legged it in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah, he got <laughs> shot two weeks ago in uh, New oh, Orleans. Jesus. Um, so yeah, well, I mean, if you look at like, um, do you know anything about like the history of the um, Black Panthers? No, absolutely nothing. So like, you, you know that Martin Luther King was assassinated. Basically, yeah. all of the leaders of um, the Black Panthers um, were also assassinated, and oh, they're right. they're viewed as a black supremacist organization, but they weren't really just they were just a socialist organization. So, they, the, what they were asking for was like self determination, full employment for their people, um, like basically like an end of capitalism, and then like decent housing, education, and like for people to stop having to be brutalized by the police. Mm. Um, and like yeah for that like the FBI um, um, what was the guy's name who was in there who was in Chicago who oh yeah Fred Hampton so Fred Hampton was drugged by an informant um, so mm. he was asleep when his house was um, like the place he was living in was the door was kicked in and raided by the FBI and mm. they killed everybody in there he was wounded, but unconscious still from the drugs that he was given, and then he was shot point blank in the head. And wow. uh, yeah, and that was um, that was like 1969. So it wasn't like this isn't no, like yeah. 1930s. This is no, no. head of this, you know, right in the middle of the civil war. Anyway. anyway, so yeah, go and read about the Black Panthers um, and okay, uh, okay, and learn about your heritage, Richard. Okay. Um. Right, I've got some, uh, a, a quarter of my heritage. An eighth of my heritage. Um, what's next on the list? Um, James Corden is a wanker. Who else do normal people <laughs> like that we think are wank? I've, I've, I've. Do you like? You dislike James Corden? Yeah? I fucking hate James Corden. I used to love Whoa. James Corden. I fucking hate him. Yeah, I like. I liked him in. Um, Gavin and Stacey. No. I like that era, James Corden. I, I always thought Gavin and Stacey was... I thought it was fine. It was a fine TV programme. Like it didn't. It wasn't offensive or anything. But I always thought it was like massively over-egged how good it was. And mm. um, pretty basic. There was like some... There were some really funny bits in it. Like the fact that all of the... Fa both families were named after the Shipmans and the fucking Sutcliffs. Was it the shipment? But they did, but they... Or was it the West and the South? I can't remember. But basically, everyone in it was named after a serial killer. Um, the, the, yeah, but the thing is, they it was like, our, you know, my, my mum and dad thought it was the best show ever. Yeah. And then that's who it was. That's who it was. That's who it was whether it was pitched at them or not, that was where it landed, I think. But um, I remember on Pop Bitch, um, I think it was probably about like 18 months ago, it might have been longer ago than that, they wrote a um, thing about when he was on the plane... Um, to New York or to LA sorry and they sat like a um, screaming kid next to him and everyone thought he was going to kick off but he just sort of put his headphones on put his nightcap on and just sort of ignored it and then what are we talking about shipments? no still? we're talking about um, Corden 
and gotcha. uh, Corden was like, yeah, when Chipman <laughs> was going to LA, and then he killed that you know grandmother on the plane, and no one knew. Yeah. Um, no, and someone said, is there a doctor? Um, <clears throat> no, uh, Corden, <laughs> um, screaming kid next to him with this poor like like absolutely like knackered looking um, girl like trying to calm the kid down. Anyway, when they're trying to get off, the woman stands up and starts trying to pull her stuff out the overhead locker. And Corden's just sort of sat there, like, happily, like, ignoring her. And um, she turned to him and went, for fuck's sake, you could at least hold the baby if you've, you've ignored us all the flight. And it was his um, wife and kid. So, what? Yeah, apparently, like, he's, like, just completely, like, was blanking his, like, small child and his wife on the flight. And uh, just ignored Oh, him. bloody hell. Yeah, he's a wank. Um, anyway, so I think yeah. he's a wanker. You seem to not mind him. But I no I th- no I'm I'm with you I'm not I'm not a fan I'm not a fan it's, it's, since Gavin and Stacey I'm I'm not a fan I don't I, I don't like any of the uh, the fucking singing in the car no. the karaoke shit oh I loves I it. really hate I, earnest people like falsely earnest people and I think he is like one yeah. of the like captains of false earnestness um yeah. So who do, who do you not like that normal people seem to love? Um, me and Lena were talking about this earlier. And I, uh, Philip Schofield pisses me off. Ooh, give it, go off. Oh, no, it's, <laughs> it, to be fair, it's not that bad, actually. I feel like he's like you're, uh, an uncle who's been told that he's like cool. Oh, 100%. You know? And he and and he just massively playing up to it, and uh, it's just fucking painful. And he had some meltdown on like Christmas Day on some some social media platform. It was uh, it was Snapchat or Instagram or something like that. And he just uh, fucking it was just, he was getting drunker and drunker and and putting posting more and more videos, and it just, just get his dick out. Fucking cringy as shit. I was just like, stop it, mate. It's not like, just not, jacking it twenty four seven on Snapchat. Scoof, not the one. He's not for me. Not the one. Not the one. What about you? you got um, um, Nick fucking nailed it. Uh, Potter nailed it when he said Elon Musk. So his exact phrasing <laughs> was Elon Musk. Fuck his stupid space car. Dude looks like a Tibetan sand fox. <laughs> Names like a seventies fragrance. <laughs> I like. And I really, I, like, I really hate Elon Musk. I like the name. Why do you, Why don't you like him? Um, there's uh like there's this idea that he's a there's this idea that he's a fucking genius and he's not a genius. He happened to he happened to start a company that happened to be by bought by PayPal that gave him enough shares that when PayPal went fucking mental, yeah, um, he and got bought by eBay, he became got ungodly rich. Yeah. And everything he's done subsequently to that, like, so what's he doing? He's building um, rockets to yeah. put, um, to basically more, the idea is that it's more efficient than NASA, so he can get contracts from the US government. What else is he doing? He's building um, batteries for, and like Tesla and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, but te- they're not, Tesla. But like, they're not, like, the, the whole um, anti pollution thing. Is so he can get green credits from the government. Like, so he built a, um, a solar panel factory in Buffalo, which cost about $750 million to make. Yeah. Um, he leases it for a dollar a year, 
um, and from the government. So the government built it for him. So and he's made about five billion in subsidies from it. Like it's not like it's not like he's a great guy and he's doing all of this because he's trying to save the world. He's doing it because he's on the public team. Yeah. You know, he's uh, he's like Branson. Yeah, Branson's another one. I, I like yeah yeah. I don't like, I don't like Branson. I I um I don't know. I think I think Tess is a pretty good cool car. It's a cool car. Um, it's a cool car. However, but like it's, it's, not... like, it's like the fucking he gives it the big ones about being like you know um you know saving the world or whatever. But the fucking manufacturer of the batteries is pretty grim. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I don't. He is doing he's doing some other stuff though, isn't he? He's got that fucking it's called the Boring Company, and like that and that annoys me in itself because is obviously it's trying to be funny. Yeah. Uh, and it's not fucking funny. Uh, yeah, so they can drip. They, they, his, his big theory is that, you know, um, as cities get bigger, the infrastructure, like the, 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 the highways in and out and stuff like that, you can't, you can't continue to expand them. So you have to build more of them underground. So he's... No, but yeah, but that, that, like, that, that's the fucking hilarious thing, is that, um, or, just bear me a second, you could have a mass transportation system that wasn't so reliant on cars. Yeah. But as a rich man, yeah, yeah. he doesn't want to get on a fucking bus. Yeah. He wants to be able to still like driving culture is is like um is more to do about like independence and there are more libertarians Same as gun culture. for fucking Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like we know it's not great for you. Um it's one of the most inefficient systems of transportation. But we like cars. Um, and it's incredibly bad for the environment. But like just space inefficiency. Yeah. Um, cars are cool. But cars are cool, and I want to be able to drive instead of having to get off a bus at the end of my road. I want to be able to drive through my living room, <laughs> crushing my <laughs> wife <laughs> and child <laughs> under the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Musk's a wank. I, I, I think I no. I, he's he, he's a he's no better or worse than. I mean, he is better than someone like Peter Thiel, who is just is an that? absolute scumbag. So he was the other founder of well, he Musk wasn't a founder of PayPal, but he was the other guy that made a ton of money off of PayPal, right. and then he was one of the first angel investors in Facebook, one of the first venture capitalists to, oh, right. to get into Facebook, um, and he um, he's the guy that bankrupted the website Gawker with the Hulk Hogan sex tape thing. Oh right, what? Yeah, so basically he was. Um, <laughs> Have so, you seen it? No, I haven't seen it actually. When Hulk Hogan smashing f- Bubba the Love Sponge is um, fucking wife. disgusting. It can't be great, can it? Can't Jesus be Christ! I mean, I, you know, I'm a former Hulkamaniac. Let's get that straight right now. However, I never. That's... Well, the the, the the reason he was so scared about the sex tape coming out was because later on in the sex tape is him dropping some fucking hard ends. Oh really? Um, about his <laughs> is that what it is? Sleeping with black guys. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah, oh yes, I did read about this. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that was attached to the sex tape. I didn't realize that. That was from that was from the sex tape recording. Yeah. Oh, um, Jesus. Or it might have been like it was. It was like a similar thing. Like it was like he was worried if the sex tape came out, the um, what do you call it? Um, the other tape would come out about him being a racist. Um, aggressively racist. Aggressively racist. But he. Um, was I going to say? Uh, yeah, so so what Peter Thiel did is he got really pissed off that um, there was a, there was, uh, sorry, so what Peter Thiel did is Gorka um, outed him. He was already out in the, um, in um, Silicon Valley, 
but he wasn't out to his investors from um, places like Kingdom of Saudi Arabia or Qatar no, or places right. like that. Right. And obviously, you know, if you're gay in KSA, they're not a fan. They'd be killed. They're not a fan of the gays. They're not a fan of the gays. So what he did was anybody that basically had a complaint against Gorka, what they? he funded their lawsuits. Right. Until he finally funded one that bankrupted them. Right. And closed the website down. And now he's actually trying to buy the website so he can have it scrubbed entirely from the internet. Bloody hell. Um, what a guy. And, it's, and he's like, so he's like tr- one of Trump's main advisors. He um, like was one of the first like um, Silicon Valley people to come out. He's a massive libertarian. Yeah. Like big time libertarian. What? And what? What? Uh, I'm just wondering what the musical theatre is like in. Qatar. Any good? Well, they're all like the the rumor is is that because they're all um, so you know like Hasids are all um, like if you're a um, transsexual prostitute in New York, yeah. your main clientele, from my understanding, are Hasidic Jews, <laughs> right? Because they're separated from women from a young age, right? But obviously, homo like homosexuality is massively forbidden in their culture. Mm. But all of their early experiences, uh, like sexual experiences, are with men. It's the same in... Um, actually, I'm not going to finish this sentence because I'm going to get fucking shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and everything that KSA do is perfect. And that's it for me. Okay. Anyway, Teal um, does stuff like... Um, he's the guy that um, is sponsoring a company that... Uh, found, like he's um, yeah, giving money to a company that do blood transfusions from young men into older people's bodies so he's literally a vampire um jane uh says that she doesn't like Nicki minaj oh who does that's not that's not that's not controversial having a great one is she she's had a a couple of fucking mares in the podcast she recently she is going to be livid when she listens to this she's peaked early on the podcast (laughs) no one likes you um was it you? you used to what did you used to call her Nicky Minj, yeah. That's, yeah, that's basic. I wasn't going to bring that up. You know, there's a there's a um, conspiracy theory that Nicki Minaj <laughs> is just an actress, um, like lip syncing, and it's really um, Jay Z slowed down. No, so sped, sped up. up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you slow Jay Z down or you speed Nicki Minaj up, it sounds like the other person, <laughs> and it fucking does. It's eerie. No, it doesn't. It fucking does, mate. And for the whole audience to hear, this is the bit where I spend 45 minutes trying to fucking cut in um, a recording. So we'll put it in now. This one is for the boys with the boom system. Top town AC with the coolest system. When you come up in a club, you be blazing up. Got stacks on deck like he's saving up. And he ill, he real, he might got a deal. He pop bottles and he got the right kind of bill. He cold, he dope, he might sell coke. He always in the air, but he never fly couch. He a motherfucking drip, drip, seller all the drip, drip. When he make a drip, drip, kiss him on a lip, lip. That's the kind of dude I was looking for. And yes, you'll get stabbed if you're looking old. I said, excuse me, you're a hell of a guy. I mean, my, 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 my. You're like pelican fly. I mean, you're so shy, and I'm loving your tie. You're like slicker than the guy with the thing on his eye. Oh. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Somebody please tell him who the F I is. I am Nicki Minaj. I'm Mac and Dooza. Back coops up and chuck oh, the you got up. my heart beat wild. Beating like a drum man. 
it does. It fucking does. It sounds exactly like well, there you go. Jay-Z. There you, go. you would have just heard if you would bother to listen back to the podcast. Mate, I've, you just... When we first got on the phone, I was fucking listening back to the podcast. I am, yeah, our, sure. I am our number two fan. Okay. After my wife. Um, Is there anyone else I don't like that everyone else seems to love? Uh, no, I don't know. I just don't... Basically, I don't like people that people think are like nice guys you know he's such a nice guy like give Bieber all the shit you want like he's obviously a cunt yeah. but he's obviously a cunt like, and, I, and I to a certain respect like I don't like Damon I don't like Matt Damon you and don't know Matt Damon do you like Mark people Wahlberg don't like no I don't, I don't like Mark I, <laughs> I love Mark Wahlberg but also the reason I love Mark Wahlberg is because you want to be him no because how many people have a second you see so America's all about second acts in your life yeah the whole idea that if you fuck up on the east coast you move over to the west coast when Mark Wahlberg was a teenager he beat a Vietnamese man so badly that the man lost an eye Jesus oh, we fucking talked about this before <coughs> yeah uh, does anyone know why um, because he was because Vietnamese it was, a, it was a racially motivated attack yeah. he was calling him a fucking gook Wowzers. How I would how how comfortable do I feel dropping a gook, a G bomb? <laughs> I would never say I would never drop a hard end. <laughs> but, but gook is acceptable as far as I'm concerned, and that's probably what's going to stop us. What do you mean China. acceptable? <laughs> oh no, I mean like it's an Phrasing. acceptable slur. It's an yeah, it's a, it's a good thing to say. <laughs> no, it's a uh, it's an acceptable slur in that. It's a bad slur, and everyone knows that I don't. I'm not using it in the way that it's intended. Yeah, I'm using it just to illustrate a point. Yeah, yeah. but I still feel comfortable enough to drop a hard G. I yeah. fucking lean into that. <laughs> <laughs> we need to start recording this, I think, because because uh, you are you are a picture doing the podcast. I'm. Yeah, uh, you, you. When you get animated, it's one of the most beautiful things on video. <laughs> Um, I've got some. I've got some big news in from um, Blackpool. Oh, you ready? Hit me. Um, this is from um, a guy called uh, at Jambo Calrissian yeah. on um, <laughs> yeah on Twitter, who says um, just in Blackpool saw a guy and a woman shouting, then fighting. A copper turned up, but instead of calming things down, he starts twatting the guy with a baton. The guy gets the baton and starts hitting the copper and his wife. <laughs> and then this crocodile turned up and stole all the sausages. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your tweet of the day? That's a fucking good one. That had me in stitches this morning. How's Crib Hibble doing on the old Twitter front? He's just been it off, hasn't he? He's just a grown-up now. He's he just starting off? companies. He's starting companies and he's um, just gone... I'm not bothering with Twitter anymore, John. All oh, right. Leave me. Stop calling me at four o'clock in the morning to ask me about. <laughs> when was his last tweet? Have you got it there? Um, no, I haven't got it there. Oh. I'm not going to look it up until he acknowledges us to his over twenty thousand followers. Yeah, fair. I'm not talking to talking about him again. What's the fucking point in being friends with him? I know. What what a cunt. Um, moving swiftly on. Uh, no, Chris, you're not a cunt. I actually very much like you. If not love you um, and wish you would continue to be funny as opposed to just a successful <laughs> businessman <laughs> please put us on your uh, Twitter please 
please, 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 please <laughs> put us on Twitter. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, so did you see the thing I sent? Oh, fucking hell. And my voice is breaking. This is it. I'm going to get a deep voice from now on. Um, did you see the thing I sent you about the Winter Olympics? Yes. Just so thousands this, of thousands, hundreds of thousands of condoms. This is, yeah. Why Winter Olympic athletes are getting more condoms than ever before. So they gave 110,000 condoms um, to the, how many, is it 2,925 athletes, mm. which is about, rough maths, about five condoms an athlete. More, surely. Oh no, sorry. Much more. 50. <laughs> <laughs> John, it says it in the article. Oh yeah, I can't remember. It's 37 condoms <laughs> <laughs> they they did ninety three grand on condoms. <laughs> they all donated though. But the thing is, they would have they would have. Uh, it's not like they would have handed out fucking thirty eight condoms per a person as they were walking into the thing. They just would have had a hundred thousand condoms available. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, it's in your thing. So, but at the height of the summer games, four hundred fifty thousand condoms. That's so, fucking mental not used though well prove to me that they weren't um <laughs> so they reckon about 70 percent. this is from that fucking olympic swimmer ryan locked locked here whatever his name is said that 70 percent, 75 percent of olympians have sex at the olympics yeah fine but that's like when someone says to me uh you know how many how many people in your work uh, borderline alcoholics and I'm like 75% it's just bollocks isn't it when you ask someone a, a, a question like that people make up percentages how the fuck would he know how what percentage of people were getting laid that's a good point because uh, he is hiding in the cupboard wanking <laughs> so he's got tiny cameras set up in every he's room got tiny. he's Mr. Al mm. um the so the question um, this question in from Bona Nazi um, sixty nine sixty nine, um, who are you trying to fuck at the Winter Olympics? Uh. Are you sticking with Team GB or are you going for something a little more exotic? Um, does the fact that it's a four year gap between competition make a difference? Uh, I mean, let's just break it down. Yeah, right? yes, step one. You got who? easy access and no language barrier. To a couple of countries, yeah. yeah, guaranteed that you're going to be able to communicate with the US and the Canadians, yeah, yeah, and you're pretty sure that the Norwegians, the the um, the Finns, yeah, the Swedish, yeah, the Germans, they're all speaking English as well, yeah, okay. So you got a good, and that's basically everyone who's in the. There's one guy from Tonga, and that guy from Tonga's fucking. Oh, that's the only big reason time. He <coughs> He's getting it. He went back. 100%. He went back. The reason he, he did summer games and he went, I'm doing winter as well. He's laying pipe. It's because he was he was laying that thick dick. Yeah. He's got, do you know what? He's got a smile on his face, he's got a great attitude, and he's got a fat dick. <laughs> um, so that's who you'd fuck, is it? So I'm, I'm going to <laughs> beelining <laughs> during the opening ceremony. <laughs> um, so yeah, so would you stick with Team GB? Would you say I've got I've developed relationships with these people? You know, a little bit of flirting on the um, bobsleigh track, little bit of um, nah. you know changing room. I'm going exotic. You're going exotic. I say exotic. Uh, you know, 
Um, yeah, it's you know, mainly kind of, it's mainly Western white people. Yeah, in, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there's, got, there's no Brazilians there. Is there not? Oh lord. There was a female Jamaican bobsleigh team this year. I don't know if they qualified, but I remember vaguely seeing an article about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the uh, one of the, the um, uh, what's that stupid fucking game that the Scottish pe- the Scottish are good at? Curling. Curling. Bang it out with the curlers. Yeah, there was, there was, um, there was. Uh, I was having almost exactly this conversation the other day at work, and John was googling hottest, hottest women at the 2018 Winter Olympics, and there is a, um, you know, Olympic, the Olympic athletes of Russia team. Have you been watching? If you, yeah. If you, unfortunately, I made a comment at work the other day, not really paying attention, um, about um, one of the figure skaters. Yeah. Um, and she was a Russian, and my um, my boss went, um, John, you do realize she's fifteen, and I I said, well, she's a looker, isn't she? <laughs> she's fifteen, and do you know what I said? Yes, Julie, I do. <laughs> I just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, John, uh, the guy who sits next to me at work was all on uh, one of the curling girls from the Olympic athletes of Russia. Really? Yeah, she was. Good, she was, so- she was Pretty fit, to be fair. She's pretty fit. Yeah, and there's a snowboard. Um, there's a, there's a, a British snowboarding bird in there who's got gets loads of attention. There's a ton of really. They're all fucking professional athletes. Even the ugly ones are probably just phenomenal. So who's Jesse Diggins? I have no idea. Cool. Turn it. Show yeah. me the. Show me a picture. You can literally just turn your camera. There we go. What have you got your camera on? What do you mean? I like the fact that you cut her head off. Jessie Diggins. She, she from the blurriness, she kind of looks like one of my ex-girlfriends. Nah. Which one? No, actually, um, I was going to say that blurry. She looked a little bit like. Do you remember Steph? Yeah. But um, not blurry. She no, she doesn't. Here we go then. Who's that? Is that your fifteen-year-old? No, it was, I think the fifteen-year-old was a brunette. Okay. Oh well, there we go. All right. Anyway, so it's that it's that conference mentality, isn't it? Like this is you know this is your chance yeah yeah plus they're all young and single they can't have proper relationships because they spend their entire life training so mm. they're all single young attractive and they're, they're making no money from it as well yeah so, yeah. yeah good luck to them is what I say yeah, fucking crack on um, what's the most dangerous event you'd do to get on the uh, Winter Olympics team oh nothing I wouldn't do anything to get on there. Uh, you wouldn't want to be an Olympian? I think so. <coughs> I mean, what I would... would uh, if, if there was money in it, I'd probably lay on that fucking... I'd do that luge thing where you just basically lie on a skateboard. And, do you want me and you to do and the... Pray. Um, double skeleton? <laughs> where basically the only... The one on top is only secured by the one on bottom's penis. Yeah. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I'm on bottom. I bet you are. <laughs> Your power bomb. Um, I'll do ski jump, I reckon. You Sight die. You die. Jump. Oh, no. Well, you so this die. is from uh, this is from the Olympic um, organization themselves. So this is from the um, IOC. Um, while the top of a ski jump looks daunting to anyone scared of heights, ski jumpers aren't actually that far off the ground once they take off. They would typically not be more than three to four meters above the ground during a jump. Four meters, at forty miles an hour, attached yeah, to I nothing. Mean, so that'll be fine. I think I'd land it. 
You would fucking die. I've seen you struggle with the edge of pavements, mate. <laughs> this is like when um, you say to a fella, oh, how many keepy-ups can you do? And sight unseen going nowhere near football, yeah. about 50. <laughs> I've, I've done, I think the maximum I've ever done is about 12. Um, and, the, and the last three I'm, were completely by accident. I've never been on a um, set of skis in my life, let alone gone down a ski jump. Yeah. But yeah, sight unseen, I'm like, I can have a go on one. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see you in a bobsleigh. All knees. What? Oh, God, it'd be horrible trying to get in. Yeah. I'd have to make a noise to sit down and stand <laughs> up afterwards. How old are you? Have your um, knees started giving I'm, out yet? I'm 34. No, I'm not. I do have to make a noise to stand up sometimes, but I think that's everybody. <laughs> you I don't have doing to, it for about do you? 15 years. I think it just helps. I think it's psychosomatic at this point. <sighs> um, do you want to... I, I feel like it's been a big thing this week, the fucking school shooting in Florida. I don't really <sighs> want to, like, talk about... Yeah, it's really... Let's really dig for John's the fucking... the shittest episode we've done. I know. <laughs> Every episode we do is the shittest episode no, we've it was done. Getting, they were getting better progressively. We've hit the wall. Um, we'll have to get Hicks back in again. We've got one more to go. <laughs> um, no, I like. I mean, hey, every time I don't want. I don't want to like fucking dig through it. Did you see um, President um, Genius? Um, so there's a photograph of him. It was his um, header on um, on uh, on his Twitter page, um, and it's him and the first responders and Melania sat in the stood in the Oval Office having for a photo opportunity. Um, and President Donald J. Trump is stood in the middle of them with a fucking huge shit-eating grin on his face oh, and the god. thumbs up. Oh god! And I was like, "That's not normal behaviour um, for anybody." Retard. But then the next day, he's down in Florida with the fucking nurses, and he's doing it again. Oh, nobody else is smiling. Uh, there's one woman who is just incredulously like she looks like she's <laughs> seen a like seen a ghost. She's like a wide-eyed at just the lunacy. Oh dear. And every time there's a school shooting, I think back to uh, I sent it to you this week. The I sent it to you randomly this week. Um, there was a just a random comment on um, Gorka, and this is from fucking November 2015 so I can't even remember what shooting this was at the time was it, was it Sandy Hook or was that even no uh, I think Sandy Hook was oh, might God. have been before that um, but it said uh, so this is from some guy called Ron Roberts Romberts um, on uh, Corker's comment board um, and it says what if we didn't just have guns what if we were guns? In my vision... In my... Fucking hell, I can't read. In my vision for America, we will become guns. Walking, talking guns with emotional problems and stylish shoes. Swipe left for pow. Swipe right for bang. Hug me. Oops, I sneezed a bullet, bullet into your body. It's okay, though, because your body is cold steel. Bang, bang, bang. An America with no more bloodshed. Is that a baby crying, or is that the awesome chick-chick sound of a gun loading, or whatever? I can't tell, because now babies are little guns, and the world is safe forever. <laughs> and every time there's a school shooting, that's the first thing that I think about, um, is swipe left for bang, swipe right for pow. 
I like the onions. Uh, no way to prevent this, says the only yeah, nation says the only this country, yeah, happens. Yeah. That was that's fucking dark. There's some. There's been some brilliant. I mean, like all you know, what is it they say that comedy is tragedy plus time? Mm. But um, yeah, the funniest one I saw on um, Twitter was um, it said um, it was a guy called Mister Film Critic. Um, critic spelt with two K's. Don't know why I didn't just go for a third K as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, saying, um, Black Shooter, we need to militarize the police. Latino Shooter, we need to close our borders. Muslim Shooter, we need to stop immigration from Arab countries. White Shooter, let's not jump to conclusions. <laughs> and uh, somebody called um, Tudley said, um, I don't think any of the shooters would say those things. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was a very good one. <laughs> there was Worth a guy. It. There was a guy. There was a guy on a, a Twitter who made an excellent point, which is, you know, every time um, people say the answer to like a shooting is like a good guy with a gun. Yeah. He's like, fucking Chris Kyle got shot by a man that he was pretty sure was going to try and shoot him yeah. with his own gun yeah. and he was armed at the yeah. time and he still died and he is like fucking Chris yeah. Kyle <laughs> like so we can't have you know like anytime like you see like cops I mean they'll tell you how easy it is to shoot off your entire clip and just miss just hit air just miss everybody yeah um because it turns out that um, shooting a gun is like quite a difficult. precise yeah. requirement, and it's really difficult to do that when you're super stressed out. Yeah. And I don't want to be like one of those guys that's like, I just want like I'd be really interested. I just want someone to walk up to like a, I don't know, like a Ted Cruz or a Marco Rubio or a Paul Ryan, like one of the American politicians, and just say like, Are you? Would you say that like your stance on gun control is? That you're a fucking coward who's terrified of your base, or you're just corrupt and in the pocket of um, arms manufacturers. Which one is it? Mm. Because I've I've never seen a like a, a good response to. They just never get asked the question. No, 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 no. I totally, I'm gonna I, cut all this bit out. Yeah, well, I I totally agree with you. Though. <laughs> I just think it's uh, it's bizarre, isn't it? To the point where uh, you can't you can't have the conversation because. The the other uh, the the only uh, the only response that I see that people seem to think is uh, reasonable from the other side um, is that uh, well if you if you ban guns that doesn't mean all the criminals give their guns in and and they kind of uh, repeat that over and over again and it's just like you fucking no, but you make only a gun criminal yeah yeah and then like yeah. you see people with yes. guns and you arrest if you yeah. like kick someone's door down looking for I don't know. Or you pull someone over on a traffic stop, and they've got a pistol in their car. Well, well they go to prison well, for having a gun. You, like, you, it's you, like you're overcomplicating. You're taking a step too far. You're playing their game, John. Uh, it, the people who are doing the fucking school mass shootings aren't criminals. No, they're, they're not on the fucking people. black market. They're not out fucking buying guns and robbing banks and fucking gangbanging. Where's that? Uh, is it Jim Jeffries? He's got the fucking. Uh, he's got the really funny stand-up yeah. where he's like describing um, what happened to Australia after the was it the was it Port Vincent yeah it was it was the um, massacre? it was Tasmania wasn't it yeah, yeah and he's like there's not mental like mental cases walking around the docks at night just going gun <laughs> gun 
but um it doesn't it, 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 it the, the the reason that that onion um article that they just update the location and then like the amount of people that died yeah. in it and then just re republish it every yeah. time is so like it's it's is that like, obviously it's funny but it's also like really shocking yeah. is that it is 100 percent true that so i th- i think americans um lost their mind with gun culture and you know i fucking if they let me own a gun tomorrow i'd buy 10 yeah i fucking love a gun yeah, yeah, yeah. but i think the point where america lost its mind with gun culture was where they said was was sandy hook was we had a sandy hook in the 90s with dunblane yeah. where uh, a man went into a school and he shot a load of very young children with guns yeah. and what we did was ban handguns yeah so our gun control was obviously at that point was a lot stronger than americans but still we took it even further yeah. and we said you can't own handguns anymore to the point where the fucking british um pistol shooting team have to go and train in switzerland mm. because they can't train over here because they can't get the guns um but when sandy hook happened no there was no discernible change mm. they said like it was a it was an assault weapon and they went we can't we can't do anything about this because the the lobby like the gun lobby is too strong in our country mm. we can't stand up to them so and at that point if you're not going to stand up to you know 20 odd you know very young children like un- i think they were under 7 mm. being killed mm. Then you're not yeah, going to stand yeah. up for when the 18 year old yeah. kids are getting killed yeah. you're not going to stand up for when the 15 year olds are you're never going to stand up yeah. again if, so yeah yeah i think the country's fucked yeah and like, genuinely I, 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 i've been talking to charlie about moving to america for work and i know that in the grand scheme of things it's a very low chance that the school that my kids would go to would ever be attacked yeah but it's a much better chance than if we just stay in this country yeah, yeah, um, yeah. where it definitely won't happen. Yeah. Um, and like you read about like the training that they do where they teach young children to, if a gunman comes into a room, you make a ton of noise, you throw stuff at them, not because it's going to save the kids in that room's life yeah. because it's going to like buy them like the first responders tipping up, maybe like, instead of him killing everyone in that room in a minute, it's going to take him two minutes to kill everyone. So it might save a few lives down the line. And it, like, it's effectively like fucking, um, I don't know, like what would, a, what would a good example of that be? Like teaching children that are attacked by dogs to hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not it's like, weird, you, you wouldn't do it in any other, yeah. It, it's just, and this is, and this is, we're not a comedy podcast. Anymore. No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you can't really, I don't, I, if you're going to talk about what we got up to this week, one of the things I got up to was shook my head in disgust at another <laughs> fucking shoot in America. I, I think if we, uh, if this, <laughs> we, we might have to put something in the notes on this episode just so people know. <laughs> but I had a rough <laughs> week. <laughs> don't, don't bother downloading this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, these words and phrases have racist origins. Uh, this is from uh, Patrick Allen, uh, uh, lifehacker.com. So I went through them and I decided which ones that I thought were racist and which ones I'm going to continue using. <laughs> no can do. So, Jip, no can do. I'm going to, yeah, no can do is um, apparently a piss take of Chinese immigrants trying to speak English. Yeah. And long time no see is a piss take of Native Americans. Yeah. 
How do you feel about that? Are you gonna? I'm fine. You, I'm gonna keep using it. I'm fine. So, with you, both, so you're yeah. knowingly gonna continue to be racist? Yeah, I yeah, am. Fine. Um, but, but I was going to do that long before I read the articles. <laughs> <laughs> the one I quite like is uh, gypped. Gypped. Getting gypped. Yeah, I've never used gypped in a thing, but I was pretty aware that that was... Where it came from. But yeah, I, I, the, the thing for that one, uh, when I carried on to read that article, was so obviously it um, comes from gypsy. Uh, but yeah. apparently even gypsy was inaccurate as a term. Because yeah, the, the Romanese were from India not Egypt but because because mm-hmm. they were dark skinned everyone thought they were from Egypt so they called them gypsies yeah but we don't call Egyptians gypsies well I think they did I think we should start <laughs> we should re- Egyptians should reclaim the word gypsy yeah. and just use it and go, yeah I'm a gypsy change the country to um, Egyptian um, yeah. I I use gypsy all the time is that bad? to, to do what? describe travelling folk um, to do what? <laughs> <laughs> that, I know you. I know you look. You because we have the beauty of FaceTime. I know you tried to cough away from the microphone. There, I felt mm-hmm. like you coughed directly into the microphone. Where's Where's the mic? Point at it. The mic's over oh, here. Yeah, yeah, nice. And I'm coughing over here. Um. Yeah. No, I don't think you can use the phrase gypsies, mate. Um, it's better than. You know, it's better than pikeys. But it's not as good as travellers, I don't know. Travelling community. Yeah. Oh, right. I mean, we come from, where we come from, we hung around with a load of travellers. Like, yeah. There was loads of travellers at our school. Yeah. Um, one of Liam's best friends growing up was a fella called um, Leslie. <laughs> he was a very nice boy. Of course it was. Old Les. <laughs> Um, he had an uncle called Bluey, yeah. which was brilliant. I think it was his uncle was called Bluey. It might be his granddad was Bluey. Oh, did they have He's a spindle? No, he didn't. He didn't have 88 did I, cousins. Didn't you used to do a... Yeah, 88. Yeah. Didn't you used to do the... Uh, what was the Diddy Kai, Diddy Kai? Rhyme as you Kai. No, that was... Well, no, Diddy Kai and stuff like that um, is... Um, is that East London um, vernacular as well? Is it? I I Diddy Kai it was yeah. It was all because it it came over with the Irish, and the Irish moved to like stayed in Western East London mainly. Actually, South London. They're fucking all over London and North London. Yeah, they were in Islington as well. <laughs> fucking. So the Irish moved everywhere around London, <coughs> and the and like so things like um, like Chavy and stuff like that all came from. Um, the Irish like Irish immigrants and then it stayed through so even like in the 80s you had people say at Chelsea you'd hear people say Diddy Kai and stuff like that you've, you've got a bit of uh, you've got a bit of Irish country. blood in you haven't you everyone in my family is Irish apart from my grandmother who is um, German my grandmother on my dad's side is German everyone else is Irish and that takes us nicely onto paddy wagon being <laughs> a racist term <laughs> Irish people are white there can't be, you can't be racist against white people right? I don't know how many times I need to explain yeah. you can be bigoted against white people you can't be racist because racism is the intersection of bigotry and power you can't be racist against white people that's it you've got a very confused I, look at that's because I disagree what do you mean so no I mean so I mean racism 
isn't so bigotry is different from racism yeah yeah part of the same like fruit of the same tree yeah, yeah. but um racism is about power so you need to you need to be in a position of um authority either culturally or literally um to be able to enact racism so so yeah so so you can't be racist against white people so if you're if so if you're a, an asian business owner and you don't hire a yeah. white woman because she's white mm-hmm. that's not racist that would be racist, Jen. Right, fine. So you can be racist. But that, but, but, people, but it would it would only be racist <laughs> in the it would only be racist in that one in the Asian <laughs> business owner saying I hate white people yeah. wouldn't be racist. It would be bigotry. I mean, it really doesn't fucking matter. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same outcome. Right. But it, it's the it's the Louis C.K. bit about um, like I'm white. You know, you can't say anything to me. Like, um, if you like, call me a cracker, I'm just going to start laughing. It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> and and, you and are when a he said laughing, he actually meant wanking. Yeah, in front of people that don't um, know he's doing it. In front of yeah. people that don't know. Uh, Poor old Louis. You, How do you feel? Where do you, where do you stand on that? Not on Paddy Wild or Louis C.K. Um, so I don't. So, so I was talking to my little brother about this last night, actually. Um, and he was saying, oh, I only thought that it was the five people. Mm. And it seemed like. Two of them were like, said yes. Yeah. And then two of them said no, and he didn't do yeah. it. And then one of them says that he, they said no, and he did it anyway. Yeah. But, and, and this is only allegedly, mm. um, the rumour has been that he's been doing it for years, and he's like notorious for like uh, comedy store waitresses and stuff like that. Right, right. That basically, like, if, that when he was on the road, he wasn't allowed, like, the female waitresses weren't allowed to go into his room on his own. Oh, right. And the whole, like, asking thing, I don't think... It, uh, it is absolutely fine to ask somebody if you can wank in front of them. In fact, have at I, uh, Hold on. It's not fine. No, it's fine to ask... It's, it's fine to, like, ask a partner. If it's appropriate. In the same way it's fine to ask someone if you can fuck them. Yeah, if it's, yeah, appropriate. If it's appropriate. I'm not saying... Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to walk yeah, up to the. It's not I'm not going to walk up to the woman next door woman and ask her. Yeah, yeah, she's married. <laughs> it depends on the situation. Yeah. So are you? If she asked. <laughs> she asked first. Uh. Yeah, then you're going to do it. Um, no, so it's fine. To, it's fine to wank in front of people if it's consensual. Obviously, mm. goes without saying. But it's not fine to use your like, authority or your power in a situation. I mean, this is all fucking basic stuff. I don't even need to say this. Is that like everyone's very aware of it? I, I do get the like I mean I read one yesterday it was a Me Too um, there, you know the, have you ever heard of a book series a young adult book series called The Maze Runner I've heard of it yeah. you might have heard of the films yeah yeah so I saw on Twitter that the guy who wrote it has been dropped by his um, publishing company dropped by his agent mm-hmm. um, for like being like sexually harassing people Um but one of the accounts I read was a woman, and it basically boiled down to a, 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 like a publishing party, a, a, like a, a like a Comic Con or something like mm-hmm. that. He um, like was talking to her flirtatiously, um, and he touched her hair, and he called her a scoundrel. And it's like I'm a hundred percent like no one should be made to be put in a position where they. Where they feel threatened yeah. or 
humility yeah, of course, to, of course. or uh, that goes without saying. Yeah. But also, if you're in a situation where someone touches, you know, is talking to you and they touch your hair and call you a scoundrel, and you're having a fucking, it's like the joke about um, a certain boy that went to our school who shall remain nameless, um, who had to have fucking counselling because um, a gay fella at his work asked him if he was gay. And he had a fucking nervous breakdown about it. But that's not like a bad thing. Right? <laughs> and I used to say that. When he used to get loud, I used to say to him, oh yeah, boy who will remain nameless. Gay fella <laughs> asked you, uh, uh, are you gay? And you oh, I don't know. He went to have counselling for six months. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't think he was gay. <laughs> What's your point? I don't know. So the point is, like, <laughs> if you're having back. a fucking yeah, if you're having a nervous breakdown about um, like if that if you view that as sexual harassment, mm. you need to have a word with yourself. Like I get it. Like I'm never gonna have an unwanted warrant, like an unwanted sexual advance mm. like put towards me. Oh, you might but I'm sure if I nah, I think well, no, no. never be unwanted. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, in all seriousness, if like some girl that I didn't find attractive was like, "Oh, John, I really like you," or said, or like, like came onto me, I wouldn't be like, "Well, I suppose the whole difference is is that I'm." If she was a foot taller than me and could kick the shit out, of me. if Serena Williams came onto me and I wasn't interested, <laughs> then maybe I'd have a. John, we... and that's a that's a great um, crib hibble joke. Is um, his one about? Um, People say about Serena Williams, I don't know whether to fight her or fuck her. Fuck her, because if I tried to fight her, she would kick the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Or both. First one, then the other. Um, yeah, you know. You, so so uh, Aziz Ansari's got wrapped up in all that as well, hasn't he? Yeah, that was... Um, Which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever read about. And maybe it was warped I think... the way I was reading it, but... I think, I think like I think the thing is like if you read her account, it does read as like you know a bad sexual experience. Yeah. But bad sexual experiences aren't illegal. Yeah. Um, and I think you can say like, well, he should have read my lack of consent when I did X, Y, and Z. Her non-verbal but, cues. Yeah, her no non-verbal cues yeah. and stuff like that. And I think there is a, I think there is an element, like, not to get too fucking poncy, but I do think there is an element in uh, male sexuality that views consent as not something that is given, but something that is at best earned mm. and at worst kind of corralled mm. um, out of a woman. Um, so I do get that. But I also think... The point where you can 100% say someone's a good guy or a bad guy in a situation, you can say he's a bit creepy and stuff like mm. that, and I think that's fair enough. But the point where is he a is he a bad person or is he a like a, a like minimum expectation for what is acceptable? Mm. Is she said I am unhappy, yeah. and he said then I will stop. Yes, yeah, exactly. And then and then he said and he said, you know, uh, let's just chill out. Put they both put their clothes on, and he invited her mm. to sit down on the sofa, and they watched Seinfeld together. Yeah, I mean, I it's, it's not like after where he like tried it back on, but I think like to an to an extent, like 
I think like but isn't that exactly what you're supposed to do like like if you, you know like if she'd have said no I'm not uncomfortable with this and he went look you fucking slut get out of my flat or do you know what I mean like that's yeah. that's very different there's but. a brilliant um, there's a brilliant uh, like summation of male sexuality on um, do you ever watch um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia yeah Hey, buddy. Uh, I got some turpentine, some wax, and some high-gloss boat paint. This shit is really expensive. Oh, dude, yeah, you're telling me. I picked us up some new slacks and dock siders so we could have the right look, you know, and fit in and everything. We're running pretty low on remaining dictile money, though. Plus, we gotta fill that thing up with gas. I know, and... man. We gotta pop by the department store, pick up the mattress. And I wanna yeah. get a nice one, too. You know what I'm saying? But the, the what? The mattress? What do we need a mattress for? What do you mean, what do we need a mattress for? Why in the hell do you think we just spent all that money on a boat? The whole purpose of buying the boat in the first place was to get the ladies nice and tipsy topside so we can take them to a nice, comfortable place below deck and, you know, they can't refuse because of the implication. Oh, uh, okay. You had me go in there for the first part. The second half kind of threw me. Well, dude, dude, th think about it. She's out in the middle of nowhere with some dude she barely knows. You know, she looks around her. What does she see? Nothing but open ocean. Ah, uh, there's nowhere for me to run. What am I going to do? Say no? Okay, that, <laughs> that seems really dark. No, no, I mean, it's not dark. You're misunderstanding me, bro. I'm, I'm, I think I am. Yeah, you are. Because if the girl said no, then the answer obviously is no. No. But the thing right. is, is she's not going to say yeah. no. She would never say no because of the implication. Now, you've said that word implication a couple of times. What implication? The implication that things might go wrong for her if she refuses to sleep with me. Now, not that things are going to go wrong for her, but she's thinking that they will. But it sounds like she doesn't want to have Why sex with you. Why aren't you understanding this? I don't, she, she doesn't know whether she wants to have sex with me. It's that she doesn't know. That's not know. the issue. Are you going to hurt be a, women? I'm not going to hurt oh, these women. Okay. Why would I ever hurt these women? I, don't know. I feel like you're not getting this at all. I'm at not all. getting it. God damn. Well, don't you look at me like that. You certainly wouldn't be in any danger. So they are in danger. No one's in any danger. How can I make that any more clear to you? Okay? It's an implication of danger. You know what? Just drop it. Let's, let's drop, drop it. You're not going to fire your shit. Let's, let's get out of here. And I never would do it, but I could. I threw her off the boat. <laughs> yeah, and it's like that is like one of the best, like um, that one of the darkest things I've ever heard. But one of like the best summations of like male sexuality, male like male view on consent, which is yeah. like. But then saying that, I'm six foot. I don't know if you know audience, but and that's only people who have fucking met me and like fucking. I think the majority of the people that listen to this attended my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, 100% of the people listening to this podcast have either attended one of our weddings, or like, uh, yeah, have attended one of our weddings, yeah. either mine or Rick's wedding. Or both. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah um, I'm six foot eight, and I don't really. I, I only think about like my um, threateningness in terms of if I'm having uh, an argument with somebody, like if I'm having a disagreement with somebody and I find myself really like start to lean into that disagreement, I have a little, especially at work, I have a moment of awareness that actually I am man or woman twice the size of most of the people I'm having this argument mm. with and I've got a bald head and a giant beard and I look like I am... A shot caller in the Aryan Brotherhood. Terry, um, uh, don't don't big yourself up like that, mate. You look like you look like Terry Waite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I was going to say, I look like um, Bronson's um, gone to sleep, see younger brother, Branson. Yes. I'm Charles Branson. <laughs> I'm Richard Branson. <laughs> but no, I am sorry. I'm very aware of that, my, like, uh, that physicality in those situations. Like, I, I don't think of myself as a threatening person, but a lot of people do think of me as threatening because of my physicality. I've never once considered that in a um, like in a, a sexual no. or a, and I don't think people do think about it. So I do get. So I kind of see both sides. I see the the man side of, I mean, if you're a fucking girl and you're terrified of Aziz Ansari, you need to go and do a fucking kickboxing class or a <laughs> jujitsu class because also, he's four foot ten. Like, don't you know how many opportunities were there for her to bail out of that situation? Like, you know, after after dinner, don't yeah. go back to his place. Like, you know, once you once you're back to his place, don't take all your clothes off. You know, once you're taking your clothes off, I don't think, start yeah. sucking his dick. And 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 you know what? And like, fine. You know, she feels threatened and all that. You know, all that I'm kind of stuff. Not even threatened, like coerced. Yeah, she feels like coerced. Fine, like and he's using his kind yeah. of influence or whatever. But like, um, you know, she she finds herself in that situation, and all as it turns out, all she needed to do was say. I don't feel comfortable. That was all she needed to say. Because when she did say that, he fucking stopped. And they sat and watched Seinfeld or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, that I would say that, I mean, agreed, you know. But also, like, it's the whole thing about, like, women learn not to, cat, not to like, say anything to, like, a guy who catcalls her in case he fucking smashes her across the back of the head as she's, like, walking away. Mm. And so that, that there is like that element of coercion of like, not with fucking Aziz Ansari, but maybe like a normally, you know, a man that's not built like a, um, like a billionaire child. Mm. Like a... I, <laughs> like I, did, a, uh, I, read, uh, I read an article on it uh, from a woman, I can't remember her name now, who, you know, considers herself a fairly kind of forthright feminist um, who, who's, you know, written for some feminist... Um, uh, online uh, sites and stuff like that, and um, and she and she was saying, look, I I find this embarrassing because, you know, the the moment, like we're we're completely reducing women to not being able to take any responsibility for themselves, and and, and oh no, that wasn't the Katie Rolfe thing, was it? I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't think it. I I so I I couldn't disagree more strongly. Like. The whole Time's Up movement, the Me Too thing, is about women taking not responsibility for their for the things that have happened to them, but taking responsibility for standing up to their um, uh, victimizers. Like that's a like that is a, a, a like grabbing the reins of power. If fucking ever I've heard it, like saying that saying that women should are being there's always this idea in um reactionary politics well i don't think she was talking about the me too movement she was talking about the situation with aziz and aziz and zari oh it was like was, she was um, literally specifically, she was specifically was... talking about that situation and she was saying if we if we ha- string him up for this and talk about how disgusting he is and what an asshole he is and he shouldn't be working and he shouldn't have a career anymore because of what he's done to this poor woman like like what she's saying is essentially we're um, we're reducing women to not 
to, to, to have zero responsibility and she was like if, if women aren't able to take any responsibility then she was like then we, sh- well, that is, then we yeah, shouldn't yeah. be able to vote and we shouldn't be that able is to- anti-feminist yeah, yeah, yeah it's anti-feminist yeah. to say that like to, it's, it's it's um it's the idea that women are like these um like precious delicate um yeah, yeah, yeah. things that need to be coddled by masculinity yeah. which isn't you know which isn't which is obviously a hundred percent true, and anyone that says it, fight me. No, is 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 obviously is obviously not true. Um, I just think like, I suppose I suppose it's like anything like um, I can't remember who it was who said, and I can't even remember the fucking thing that they said, but basically it was like. Oh, yeah. um, yeah, this is this is, uh, is going to be a fucking brilliant. I'm going to have my to absolutely like drive my brain through to try and these these are my um, favourite quotes, the ones where we can't remember who said it or what they no, said. But, uh, yeah, or what they said. Um, no, something along the lines of like um, uh, authoritarianism is the death of nuance. Um, there is a nuance to these things, like some crimes are worse than other crimes there's a reason why shoplifting doesn't get the same um uh same sentence as murder yeah and there's but the problem is is that the the answer to any one you know from whether it's being creepy on a date which is the most mild one that or one of the most mild one I've read is touching a woman's hair and calling her a rascal. <laughs> right. Um, Who calls a woman a rascal? I think That's it was, or, no, sorry, it was a scoundrel. It was a scoundrel. <laughs> on one side and, you know, like multiple rapes at the, on the far side, yeah. you know, there is a, these do not exist. It's what Matt Damon got in trouble for saying, like there's a fucking continuum. And I don't like Matt Damon, but it's a fair point. Like it is not as bad to, but where's the line? Where's the line you want to draw? It's not as bad to sexually harass somebody in the workplace as it is to rape them, but is it still bad enough that people shouldn't have a job anymore? Mm. Is being creepy on a date that bad? Is calling somebody a scoundrel that bad? Mm. Um, so there is there is a nuance, and uh, and I think it's like anything. Like there's a there's a pendulum that swings. I think like Rogan said it this week. He was like, um, "Yeah, the pendulum's like swinging really far in one direction, and um, you know, obviously it's very over the top of the moment. But you know, it'll swing back, and then things will go back to normal." And I was like, "Joe, I get what you're getting at, but let's not like say like it's all going to be okay when we can then go back to like sexually harassing. <laughs> <laughs> things will go back to normal. <laughs> you know, it'll be fine because things will go back to normal." What concerns me about um, what concerns me about Rogan is I feel like his nor his normal. Um, might be when when the pendulum has swung completely back the other way. No, I think he's just not like thinking about things. Um, I think he just wasn't thinking about. It. I think Rogan seems like a nice guy. He probably uh, doesn't want to sexually harass people. Fine, but no, think, you like, know what? Yeah. Coming back to our earlier fucking uh, subject, p- people that everybody seems to love that I don't like. Rogan. Rogan. Joe Rogan. Like I can him. definitely see why you don't like Joe Rogan, but can I just give? Can I just be uh, permission to approach the bench? Permission granted. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I think like I think the problem with Rogan is that a he was born in America, so he's an American, <laughs> um, which gives him like a no. But like uh, the, the, he's a, he's an American stand-up comedian, so he is basically like on the bleeding edge of being an individualist he's like a, he's a, he's a he, everything you see about him is like 
he you know he hunts his own food because it was either that or go um, vegetarian and he still wanted to eat meat so the only meat he eats is like meat that he killed and stuff so he's right on the bleeding edge of individualism and when you're that far out on the limb some mental stuff seems like like libertarianism joe rogan is 100 percent responsible for the rise in libertarianism and also anyone listening to this you describe yourself as a libertarian you're a fucking idiot okay you're a fucking idiot <laughs> libertarianism is astrology for white men okay <laughs> it's something that's been made up to that you think is like a good way of living your life and it's a good system but go and live in a country with no centralized government where it's literally survivors of the fittest and that's like your dream the, the world that you would seek to create is one that would drain you of your vital fluids and sell it on the um open market <laughs> by the end of the first day of you being there um but yeah so he's so he but he's a, he's also not a group very good i don't particularly like his stand-up comedy no um but i had so he had a guy so on, what do you like um, about him this week <laughs> So what I, what I do like about him is um, when you hear him present, like when he's been confronted by the worst aspects of his like ideology, he sort of gets suckered into it. So you have someone like a Jordan Peterson on who is a bit of a fucking idiot. But he's not, like, I, I think he gets a bad rap because of who likes him yeah. and some of the incredibly stupid... He shouldn't be given the platform he's given... He's given the platform he's given because Rogan appreciates what he's talking about. Mm. Um, but uh, he had a guy on last week, a guy called uh, Johan Har- no, Johan Harry. And Johan Harry is basically like a pretty left-wing, we need to re-engineer society and make it more socialist because people are killing themselves in the society that we live in because of how shit it yeah. is. Um, and Rogan was like, yeah, these are, you know, like, he was really getting into the, he didn't agree with everything the guy was saying. Yeah. Like, you could tell he was trying to, like, because it was challenging some of his conceptions about being, like, this rugged individualist. Yeah. And the guy's talking about, no, we need to bring people together in these, like, um, collectives and, you know, give people control over their lives and blah, 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 blah. Their jobs are what's killing them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, but you could tell Rogan was really engaging with the subject. And I think he is genuinely somebody who, is uh, like an autodidact he's self-taught but he's just been exposed to the wrong things early on and that's what he's built his ideology off of but he's open enough i'm not as open to fucking listening to people as rogan is Mm. um and i'm a great guy you're all right and also he's a a jean-jacques machado black belt and uh he's built like a chimp so I've well, got you nothing, like I've got, I've got <laughs> you like chimps. I've got I've got, got nothing chimps. but respect for my president. <laughs> Have you dropped that on anyone this week? Um, no, I haven't. No. no, I haven't. Um, we've talked for fucking hours. Oh, That's so an hour long, and a half. Yeah, I think there was about it, fifteen twenty minutes at the beginning of you trying to. Okay, so it cut down. Off. We reckon to about an hour. Yeah. Um, anything you want to say? before you um with there's some stuff like for example dave hayward had a hell of a question that we're going to save for next week we're gonna build next week's podcast around saucy i think it could have saved this week's one but yeah. you know what i've done i've made my content for the week if you don't like it fucking don't listen yeah fair enough john 
I think we've only got about five listeners, mate, so you probably want to go easy bandying around that kind of threatening <laughs> language. Well, we've got 10 million. Um, we've got 10 million. You can be I can, I can tell them all to it. stop listening. <laughs> you can give us your views on the Ku Klux Klan and the merits of uh, its hierarchy. Um, well, yeah. Um, but show some respect. They're a, you know, they're a historical <laughs> organisation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dave we're going to save your we're going to save your Dave Hayward who has surpassed Jane Kemp as our number one listener <gasps> Jane you got to fucking step your game up love oh, son of a bitch she's so going to women furious. can't do can't do anything women <laughs> <laughs> Jane no Jane's going to love my um, 45 minute conversation about the Me Too movement and third wave feminism <laughs> <laughs> your saucy banter uh, we've also got there's a couple of other things on the list. Should we bring them back? Let's do them as like. Um, do you want to run through them as uh, what you can expect next week? No, we're not. We're just going to leave. We it might, get some, we might one, get some input one from our four, four Twitter followers then. Um. Okay. So this is no. I do, I do a final question, and that'd be the mm-hmm. question that we kick off. That's quite a good idea, actually, Rick. You you finally added something to this podcast. Go fuck yourself. Um, did you see my comment, um, H the Izzo by Jay Z? Yes. Is that a reference to no. um, The Heat Is On? <laughs> no. <laughs> a, that doesn't even work. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. If you say John to the motherfucking R, yeah. J to the motherfucking R, yeah. my name isn't John motherfucking Rutherford no. which fucking should be um, <laughs> is, um, is John Rutherford yeah so if you say H to the yeah Izzo yeah it literally means H is O he is on <laughs> but you're including the part of the motherfucker no I'm not no no you are because it, it's not right, if I said J to the R yeah I'd be saying J R. Yeah. If you if you were saying if you would say and if what if you said J to the Rizzo? No, because he's not saying H to the. I know you were thinking he's saying H to the I Z O H to the Izzo. No, he's, he's not, not. He's, he's saying, saying H O, and the second <coughs> half of the line is V A, <coughs> V to the Is A. Hover. Right. It's one of his nicknames. I know, I know, obviously I know that. But I also think he's given jo- uh, um, Glenn Fry from the Eagles a big shout out. And he said, H to the Izzo, heat to the is on. That's the anthem, get the damn hands up. Uh, you've, you've mixed the songs there as well, so. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, the reason that I was thinking that is because I was listening to... Do you listen to um, Your Mum's House, the Tom Segura podcast? No. I don't know who Tom Segura is. I don't know what Tom Segura is a stand-up comedian. He's fucking funny. Um, and he does, a, he does a podcast with his wife, um, who's also a stand-up comedian. And they do a, um, a section when they've got guests on, um, like a Would You Rather. And one of the questions that they ask is... Um, would you rather uh, the only film that you could watch is um, Sister Act Two: Back in the Habit, or the only music you could listen to is The Heat Is On by Glenn Frey? And they're like, <laughs> and then, but the best thing is like, so so for for example, it's like yeah, you can only listen to you can only watch Sister Act, 
Um, so any film you watch is Sister Act. If someone else is watching another film, you're watching Sister, Sister Act. Act. Yeah. You go to the cinema to see Black Panther with Sister yeah. Act. Um, but if you only listen to The Heat Is On, you go and watch Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, and every song in it is The, the Heat Is On. <laughs> <laughs> And um, they asked that to um, they asked that to um, uh, what's the fucking guy who does WTF Mark Maron they asked Mark Maron and Mark Maron was like well I, I would obviously just watch Sister Act two back in the habit because yeah. if the only song I could listen to is the heat is on by day three I would kill myself yeah <laughs> I would just walk into a tall building and be like you yeah, can you take me to the top floor please and as like I'm in the lift the music would be. <laughs> 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 I yeah, I'd take Sister Act all day long, my friend. Yeah, I think I would. A solid motion picture. But they refer to so they ask that question quite often, so they just refer to it now when they're talking about it between themselves as as the H is up is O. Oh right. As like H is O H to the is O and I just I came home and I got the cork border and I got the red thread again and I've just been I've just been breaking this down all week you've added you've added an extra section to the spider's web I have connecting and the dots all my friend. tracks back to this fucking to a, podcast to a central point which I haven't got anything in there. <laughs> <laughs> just our friendship yeah uh, well my friend let's not burn yeah, any more hilarious so, political commentary yeah, yeah. Um, so next week, the first question that we'll be asking, and I want to see it um, shouted out um, in the on email, on the Facebook, on the uh, on the Twitter. Um, Dave Hayward came in with an absolute club banger of a question. Um, can you name something you do or enjoyed today that your 15 year old self would have hated you for? Oh. Personally, I keep chickens, which my younger self would have thought was weird. And I enjoy playing the ukulele. I'm convinced that younger me would have thought I was a right twat. Now, he said 15-year-old self, but I'm yeah. assuming that Dave Hay was referring to um, 25 years ago when he was 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, also uh, how I remember Dave Haywood is uh, someone who would play the ukulele and keep chickens. And that was from when he was 17. So. Dave Hayward, right? Do you want do you want to talk about a fucking um, second act in his life? Dave Hayward was the most. He used to have rinse me for reading books. He now <laughs> works for like a fucking library or something. Like he works for like a. He used to sit the piss out of you for reading. He used to rinse me. I go, but I've got to go in the bookshop because I want to get. But you want to get a fucking book? <laughs> and now I believe he does something with books. I can't. Do you know, I should have like researched that. Yeah. Dave. Hey, listen, we right can in. we can do it next episode. Look, we're dragging on here, mate. Yeah, go ahead, mate. So um, follow us at Good As Hellcast on Twitter. Email us at Good As Hell Podcast. No, email us on Good As Hell Podcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, and just, you know, keep up the saucy um, good work, guys. Love you long time. Love you long time. All right, take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the eighth wonder of the world. The flow of the century. Oh, it's timeless. Ho! Thanks for coming out tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that.
Uh. H to the Izzo, V to the Izzo For shizzle my nizzle used to dribble down in VA Was hurting them in the home of the turpins Got it dirt cheap for them Plus if they were short with cheese I would work with them Born in weed, got rid of that dirt for them Wasn't born hustlers, I was birthing them H to the Izzo, V to the Izzo For cheesy my easy, keep my arms so breezy Can't leave rap alone, the game needs me Haters want me clap that chrome, it ain't easy Cops wanna knock me, DA wanna box me in But somehow, I beat them charges like Rocky H to the Izzo, V to the Izzo not guilty, he who does not feel me is not real to me, therefore he doesn't exist. So poof, that move, son of a bitch. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo. For shizzle, my nizzle used to dribble down in VA. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo. That's the anthem, get your damn hands up. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo. Not guilty, y'all got to feel me. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo. That's the anthem, get your damn hands up. Chance you take 